so often I get a strong sex urge, and the only way I can take care of it is to masturbate. And when I do, I feel awful. It's just like I've committed a crime or something. And it worries me, and I say, well, I won't do it anymore. And when I do, it goes away for a while, and I come back and do it again. And when I do control myself for a while, I end up with a wet dream. George, I'm really pleased that you can tell me about this. Perhaps it's because we've known each other for so long. You know, you really don't need to be upset about this. Actually, the main thing that concerns me is that it has you upset. In early 2020, the world shut down. Stores, restaurants, schools, and whole communities shut their doors in an effort to protect human life. As the world quickly changed, one man went on Facebook to get a degree in Internet Epidemiology. Brian, along with his lab assistant, Hotley, are curing coronavirus by commenting on fake news and reposting recipes of secret virus cures from a friend of a friend who works high up in government. Join Brian and Hotley as they discuss the world and life during this forced interruption. Learning, laughing, and loving in this real-life commercial break. On this episode of The Commercial Break. Best <laughs> podcast to fall asleep to. Now, I can't argue with this one too much. I no do. way. <laughs> <laughs> Best podcast like to fall asleep to. sleepy time podcast. <laughs> it's like a tea. It's <laughs> just for your ears. <laughs> And it was dark and it was almost like a bar. Like there was like a lot of lights and binging going off and smoking <laughs> cigarettes and all this other stuff. It was like, it was like a strip club for kids. Here we go. Uh, just wondering what your thoughts were. I'm going to accept. Curious. Your opinion. Met a couple gals. Here we are in my place, Venezuela. They, phone numbers, parents too can visit. Sure, I'll be over my computer. It says Judge Judy from her country. It goes on to read. (laughs) (laughs) The next episode of The Commercial Break starts now. Christian, holy Christian, holy do little show, do little show. I'm going to start being like Dean Bodie and just singing our theme song. Yes. The commercial break, the commercial break, the commercial break. Break down funky flute. Go, go, funky flute. Ooh, ooh, funky flute. (laughs) <laughs> it's a funky flute friday here <laughs> yes well it's gonna be i'll start naming it funky flute friday <laughs> even though we broadcast on a wednesday quote unquote wednesday here's a little news to all of you out there in the listening world we don't actually record on wednesday mm-hmm. but wait brian i thought you were live on wednesday I, uh, I spent a, i'm up all night waiting for your show <laughs> i'm talking back to you during the commercials what's going on it's okay It's okay. We record on Friday so that I can edit out all the unfunny parts. So we actually record three and a half hours of a show. And then it takes me two days to record out down to 45 minutes. It's a little commercial break secret. We are going to do a uh, live show, though. We are going to do a live show. And I think I'm I'm figuring out exactly how we do this. So the technology is there. I've confirmed. I've, I've gone out there. I've talked to scientists and technologists. And anestheticians <laughs> and <laughs> and the technology exists for us to, to do a live show. And I've got people working on it. 
I sent an Instagram your, message to Mark Zuckerberg. Yeah. I, I told Zuck, I said, hey, Zuck, the people are demanding all across the world, including the United Arab Emirates. Now we have a fan in Iran. Don't ask me. Where else? Moldova. Love Moldova. I don't even know where that is. Moldova, but it sounds great. It's in Eastern Europe, I think. Yes. Oh, that's, I know that only because I watch 90 Day Fiance, where, of course, I get all my other information from. <laughs> I don't need that's no fucking you. MSNBC. <laughs> I got 90 Day Fiance and my 600 pound life. It tells me all I need to know about what's going on in the world. And there is a guy there from Moldova. He's Moldovian. Moldovian. <laughs> I think that's how you say it. Or, uh, yes. Do they speak Moldova in Moldova? I, I, I'm going to think they, I'm going to say they speak Russian because anytime I have a question about what, what, some small country in Eastern Europe, <laughs> I just say they speak Russian, Russian. <laughs> or German. It's, pro- it's probably a good, <laughs> it's a good assumption. So. Don't you think? Yeah. Yes. I think. Yes. Uh, EP one six is how we're going to write this down. It's going to be episode number 16 for those of you following, uh, the, <laughs> for those of you taking notes at home, EP one six, here we are. I'm Brian. This is my good friend, Hody. the first time listening. Uh, welcome aboard. Um, you know, give us like 35 more seconds and I'm sure you're going to be convinced this is the show you need to download. <laughs> and for those of you who are coming back on board, well, we welcome you. Clearly you have a brain injury and, uh, we feel bad for you. <laughs> make sure to go to tcbpodcast.com someone has written my show notes here i have if that's that would be me i'm the one by someone i mean me someone has written my show notes here and if you see i wrote tcb tc the two letters that are correct and then b like be as if i was to be a podcast (laughs) (laughs) we got a real professional operation going on here tcbpodcast.com that's where you can find out all the show find all the show notes find out more about chrissy and i drop us some comments or an email let us know what you would like to hear and uh and then you can join the break room and the break room is like a little club that you join and then every month which coming up next week we're going to be sending out our very first break room newsletter and hour of content chrissy i have curated uh hundreds of seconds of hard to find content we've i've dug deep in our archives of 12 and a half (laughs) hours of content to find the best and brightest of the lost content and i'm putting it together currently uh, and one very special appearance by my mother. I'll just, I'll just drop that. So you got to join the break room. We said that the first hundred or the next hundred people that join the break room, if we ever charge for anything content related, then the first hundred people, uh, and the people who, the couple people who joined before that would never have to pay for anything. We're close. So if you want to be included in that, what we're calling founding member membership, where you never get charged for anything for an entire lifetime. And we don't even know we're going to make it to episode number 20, but but on episode number 19, if we decide to charge for something, <laughs> you won't get charged for anything. That's right. So it's a cute little thing we're doing just to encourage people to uh, join the break room. Go to tcbpodcast.com and there's a big button that says join the break room. And then follow us on all the stuff, you know, at the commercial break on IG. I'm getting hip with the kids on IG, Hoadley. Is it not Insta anymore? Oh, maybe it's Insta. <laughs> Uh, the commercial break on MySpace, and um, isn't it MySpace? Is that the one we're we're doing? No, that no? MySpace shut down a while back. I Wait, think. I thought Justin Timberlake just sent me an email telling me to join MySpace. <laughs> I think he did try and revive it at some Aww. point, but I don't, I don't think it took. Oh, no. but I remember being on MySpace years ago. I had it like all decorated with a disco ball, and um, I would play my tracks, my favorite songs, and. 
I could never, I could never figure out how to do that. And I, we got so excited. Like I, w- I was a little late to the social media game. So when I got my first MySpace page, I was extraordinarily excited by the amount of women that were at the time I was single, the amount of women that were requesting my presence on their MySpace wow. page. I just got so excited. And it, it really took me a long time to figure out that these were actually men just trying to sell me, you know, porn subscriptions. Um, <laughs> right. But for a while there, I was like, wow, I had like 82 hot chick friends. But then like six of them looked exactly the same. And, th- and you know, there were like thousands of similar photographs. And I was like, wait a second. Hold on, Brian. Were they, not, were they trying to be on your, your favorite TV show and marry you yeah. from another country? <laughs> it's possible. Hey, don't knock it till you tried it. <laughs> Look at me. I'm a success story. <laughs> you are. Uh, so anyway, go to our MySpace page and then also get, uh, find us on Chatterbait. Yes. Chatterbait. Which I think is still around. Do you know what Chatterbait is? Do you remember Chatterbait? Yeah. I do. Right. Actually, you know what? I'm not going to give a free plug to Chatterbait. Don't go to Chatterbait. Find us on Instagram and Facebook and YouTube and all that other stuff. And uh, please subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss any episodes. And leave us a review, which, by the way, a few people have done. So I say uh, thank you Woo! very much. We appreciate it. Thank Five you. stars all around. We are a, we, we now have a collective. 1.6 really loves us. That's right. Someone really loves us. We now have a 1.6 star rating on all our favorite podcast platforms <laughs> because I put a five and someone put a zero and it somehow it averaged out to 1.6. Nice. <laughs> Apple just gave, it gave a little weight to it, I, I suppose. So uh, <laughs> welcome aboard episode number 16. I do have to say this, uh, Chrissy, I have to get into this right away because it's very important news that I have to tell you. We have been running a marketing campaign here at the commercial break, the team and I, um, and by the team and I, I mean my two dogs and my small son. We have been, <laughs> you know, I'm an internet expert of all forms and fashions. And so I decided that I was going to get myself into the pay per click game because yes. this is what they say. They say, if you want to get new subscribers, you got to get in front of new people. And one of the ways to do that is go ahead and rock yourself onto a pay per click campaign and make sure you put all your relevant key terms. Like, so I went in there and being the pay per click expert that I'm not, I decide, and they now have an app, right? It's like they're just sucking money from stupid people. Essentially, they have an app. It's it's like a game, right? You just write in some words, and then you press a budget, and then you press go, and you know they they charge your credit card every fifteen minutes. Expensive. Fuck, fuck. It's such a (laughs) racket. But anyway, listen. I I guess what would we do without Google? Um, but so we have this paper cook campaign going on, and I decide that I'm going to put in a few key terms that I think might be relevant to the podcast, like the following things. Uh. Best podcast in the world. Uh, most hilarious podcast in the world. Uh, best comedy podcast to listen to, right? These are, the, these are the terms that Google is suggesting based on my website that I go ahead and put in there. And I agree with Google. I think we are the best comedy <laughs> podcast in the world. And our numbers prove it. 198 people away from 200 listeners. And <laughs> which is better than last week, if you remember. Uh, and so yeah, we gained one. We gained one. The guy from Moldova. And so I decide that I need to do a little checking on this campaign that's been running and charging my credit card for a month because, you know, hey, I want to understand if we're if it's actually making any sense to spend this kind of money. And they gave me a little report and the report goes like this. What keywords are people searching for that then they click on through to your website? Hence the pay per click pay name per click. That's right. Now, Google has organic results, which means you're just uh, you're you have a really hefty website and you're a trusted source out there. Let's say that you, uh, I don't know, put in uh, airplanes or airline, then Delta would come up because Delta is, you know, they're the heavy hitters, right? The best airline Mm -hmm. in the world and the busiest. If you put in best podcast, 
you're probably going to come up with like Joe Rogan or something along those lines. Right. Mm -hmm. But you can then, but, and he, he doesn't pay for that. That's just how Google works. But then on top of that, it says sponsored and those sponsored ads are pay per click and you pay per every time someone clicks through. So I go and I look at this little report and I'm like, let me see what's doing Chrissy. Let me add up our pay per click efforts here. (laughs) There's some interesting statistics. First of all, I bet I, there's no longer a secret as to why people are listening to us from all around the world because people are pay, paying or I'm paying for people all around the world to come to our website and listen to the podcast. <laughs> First, I figured that I got that little piece of the puzzle. My investigative uh, background. Reporting? Yes, yes, my investigative background as a private investigator. <laughs> I put two and two together. Well, basically, Google told me and that's why I figured it out. But the other thing that came up was what are the search terms that people are getting to our website from? Yes. I'm going to give you an example of the clearly uh, relevant key terms that Google has now sent, has now charged me to send people to my website for. <laughs> Search terms for the commercial break podcast. Best sex podcast. Oh. <laughs> Paid about $10 That's- for those clicks. <laughs> <laughs> Best podcast to fall asleep to. Now, I can't argue with this one too much. I no do. No way. <laughs> <laughs> Best podcast like to fall asleep to. Sleepy time podcast. It's, just, it's like a tea. It's just for your ears. It's like, tea. it's like melatonin for your eardrums. <laughs> now, I can't argue with this too much. Maybe you find my voice droning and uh, Chrissy's laugh uh, welcoming and you want to go to sleep. I can go a little further in the process and figure out if people come from that search term, did they actually do anything on our website? Like listen to the podcast. And what I Uh found was is that the people who searched for us best podcast to go to sleep to actually spent some time (laughs) listening to the podcast. (laughs) Maybe they fell asleep and it kept playing. Uh, (laughs) So that's why they're listening. Or maybe they committed suicide. Maybe they're like, I've been up for days worrying about the pandemic. I don't have a job anymore. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> nice. Hey, yeah. whatever, uh, whatever works. Here's one. Best educational podcast for teachers. <laughs> for teachers? For teachers. So you have to add that one in. Best educational podcast for teachers. And the crazy thing is, is that people are clicking on this and going to our podcast. <laughs> I got to repeat this because I've said it a million times. If you're looking to me for any kind of information that you think is even remotely factual, you've got to stick directly in your left eyeball because I do not know shit. I make it up on the fly. I'm trying to, I'm trying to make you laugh, not educate you. You're an anesthetist. I am an anesthetist and an internet epidemiologist and now a private internet investigator. P.I. Yes. Best podcast for kids. Is what that people? Really? Yes. Like Google's so way off the mark here. Like I don't know, but if you turn on my podcast, you are in in, like on a car ride with small children. I think you're just a bad parent. Like I think that's just a fact because you know maybe teachers are are telling students to go (laughs) to that. That would take care of two of those terms. I can see that in social studies class. (laughs) The fall of America. Exactly. Remember how the Romans. Yes, you remember how the Romans fell? (laughs) And the Mongolians and all the great societies of of Earth. This is how it started. It started with a podcast. Yeah, these two fucking idiots. 
Uh, but here's my here's my last two favorite ones. Erotic podcast. Ooh. Ooh. I mean, clearly, maybe my deep lumbering voice and Chrissy's uh, sultry, sultry, sultry sounds yeah. of Chrissy's voice <laughs> are making you just too excited to handle things. And I'll, I'll, I will have noticed that the people who clicked on this term and then went to our website spent less than 30 seconds listening to it. But I'm just assuming that's a bunch of guys who just heard you and popped their top 26 seconds in. Right. And I don't blame you. <laughs> and finally, finished, finished. Bra- yes. And finally, the commercial break on the commercial break podcast. Best uh, search terms. Best podcast to have sex to. If you are having sex to our podcast, honestly, if you have had sex to our podcast, you must go immediately to tcbpodcast.com. Click on the contact us page and you must give me your phone number so that we can have a conversation anonymous completely. But whoever has searched the term best podcast to have sex. First of all, who's fucking searching for a podcast to have sex to? There's some real fucking intellectual weirdos out there. Forget the music. I hey, mean, it honey. sound like there's a couple yeah. other people in the room <laughs> with us. <laughs> you want to turn on some Marvin Gaye and get some chocolate strawberries and I'll give you a bubble bath? <laughs> no, no. I'd like to turn on Rachel Maddow's podcast. <laughs> yes. Put your glasses on and give me some head. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's the pandemic version of a swingers party. You know, turn hey. on a couple podcasts. Like your your other people are in the room all of a sudden. It's exciting. Yeah, it's exciting. I mean, listen, it <laughs> to whatever turns you on, there's no judgment here at the TCBpodcast.com. Absolutely not. But at the commercial break, <laughs> even saying the website's name. Uh however, if this again, if you have had sex to our podcast, you must, must call in. I mean, I don't I would pay you to call in and tell us that story. You <laughs> that could use amazing. that same amount that you paid for the pay per click. Yeah, honestly. Just put I mean that money towards the just pissing money away over here. <laughs> Brian's pay-per-click strategy has not worked out so, so fantastically. You had to try it out. I you did. Had to try it out. I now did. you learn from it. Well, I made a few adjustments and we'll see how, how it is going forward. I don't want to give it up altogether because I do think we're getting some traffic that's that's relevant. But, uh, you know, that's that. So it's been a... Keep us posted. I will keep you posted. Every once in a blue moon, we'll check in on the commercial break podcast pay-per-click campaign Search just to terms. see what's going on. <laughs> a... Uh, Masterclass in Marketing by Brian and Chrissy. <laughs> <laughs> the funny thing is that we did used to be in the market. We did world. used to be in the market. Hey, we, it, maybe that's why the used to comes before marketing world. Uh, right. <laughs> or maybe that says more about our employer than it does about us. Um, so, yes, yeah, so it's been a long week here. You know, we're still trying to get adjusted to the baby. Uh, lots of sleep deprivation. We've had a couple really rough nights with the really? both juggling the both the children. Yeah, and listen, this was to be expected. So, mm-hmm. nothing new under the sun. Nothing we didn't expect. Nothing that we can't handle if we work together. Right on yep. it. I'm a little longer in the tooth, so I feel like I need a little bit more uh, sleep than I used to. But everything's going on. I just feel really bad for, especially my son. Uh, I feel bad for him because there's like, I wish I could do something. Um, you know, we have a pool that's close by and we, I can bring the hose out. And we can do all that other stuff. I wish that we had something else for him to do that I didn't feel like was going to put him in some kind of, you know, danger or us in danger or the baby in danger. 
like mm-hmm. go to a theme park, you know, or even like a one day, two day trip to Disney World or just something that I felt like was safe. Now, you know what? I would even accept I would accept going and doing something stupid like uh, like bouncy ball house or or a Chuck E. fucking cheese. That's Ooh. what I would. That's what I would do. That was my jam when I was young. Was it really? Mm-hmm. I used to love going to that place. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it had the pizza for the kids, the alcohol for the parents. They had the beer. That's right. They've got the bouncy balls. They've got ski ball. Then they have the entertainment. Skeet ball. You know skeet, skeet. About. <laughs> skeet, skeet. I would get all the tickets on that. Oh, yeah. I knew how so, to game yeah. that system. I would just but walk right up the... and put it in the hundred. <laughs> They had the entertainment, which I really sticks out in my mind because you could kind of go and do those games at other places. But Chuck E. Cheese had the uh, the the live the animals, the live that would, band that would come alive, <laughs> and a curtain would go up in the dining room yeah. with the pizza, and yeah. the, the lights would go down, and the things would start to bounce around and talk and laugh. And my favorite thing actually was to go when they were closed, like when the the curtain was down, was to go and like. And, and the yeah, look and under the curtain. Like, just mm-hmm. still. They just had their and little it feet. Yeah, it was scary. Those animals were scary. They weren't exactly like top of the line uh, animatronics. This wasn't like Disney World. These were like, you right. know, they just kind of had one movement, which was like a hand or a head. Yeah. And it was going like this. <laughs> yes. Right. And they had Chuck E. Cheese. I mean, it was just a scary big band. Remember, they had like the big gorilla in the back that was playing the yes. drums. And that gorilla yes. always scared the shit out of me. <laughs> right. But I, too, like you, I don't know. I felt like it was this magical world we went into and we were kids. They had a rather large Chuck E. It actually wasn't called Chuck E. Cheese at the time. It was called like Mike Ratoni's or something. Chuck E. Oh. Cheese eventually bought it up, but it was one of the it was one of the sister companies of Chuck E. Cheese, and it was in Chicago. And they had a two story one, and it was dark, and it was almost like Ooh. a bar. Like there was like a lot of lights and binging going off, and smoking <laughs> cigarettes and all this other stuff. It was like <laughs> it was like a strip club for kids. And, um, but I remember it fondly that it was a lot of fun when we went there we didn't go there often, but when we did go there, it was a lot of fun. Then when I got a little bit older, I had a Chuck E. Cheese down the street from where I got my first job here in uh, the Atlanta area. And I think maybe it was one of the last Chuck E. Cheese's that was even open. And there's still a few of them, but, um, this Chuck E. Cheese, I actually, strange enough, I dated a manager of a Chuck E. Cheese, like a girl who managed the Chuck E. Cheese. That takes a special person with all of the kids and things and kids and parents. That's right. You have to be a kid enthusiast, a pizza enthusiast, or a child porn enthusiast, one of the three, (laughs) to be a manager at the Chuck E. Cheese. And she was like 17 at the time, and I think I was 16. And I, I met her at like a party, and then I would go to the Chuck E. Cheese to like oh. smoke cigarettes on her break and woo her with my absolute charm. <laughs> I, 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 I don't even remember what the girl's name is. I, I really don't. Let's call her Angela because I don't remember what it was such a short lived little thing in, in my teenage years, but it was your wooing. It, it was my wooing. skills. <laughs> my wooing skills usually keep things pretty short. <laughs> In and out of the bedroom. I'm just letting you know that. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> Woo! Oops. <laughs> uh, so when I, uh, I remember one time my dad went out of town and my mom was uh, indisposed. So my dad was out of town and it was one of these weekends when my dad just kind of left us 
to our own devices. The Kevin and I, the little guys went away somewhere. I can't remember. <laughs> they went away to foster home. Or, I'm not even sure where they went. They weren't there though. And my dad left us at the house, the, the boys, the twin boys. <clears throat> and we decided we were going to have a rager. And by rager, I mean like 20 to 25 people over a lot of beer, a shit dick of weed and a whole you know, book full, full of LSD, because that's what was going on at the time, right? We were all yeah. doing a lot of hallucinogens, mushrooms and, and psychedelics and stuff like that. Bags of them, in fact, if you'll reference our previous <laughs> episode. <laughs> and I'm so I'm maybe 16 at the time, right? I'm, yeah, 16. She was 17 or 18. And so I never forget that the night started off early, like eight o'clock, a bunch of people came over everyone starts getting pretty ripped and weird, right? And there's like- Oh, yeah, all, when you're that age too, you're just trying to drink, drink those beers as fast as you can. As fast as you can. You want to funnel them, right? <laughs> and I wasn't a drinker at the time, but I was making up- What I wasn't doing and what I wasn't drinking in alcohol, I was making up for and everything else. And I decide uh, quickly that I'm just going to get the night started and party hardy. I'm going to go ahead and smoke the world's biggest joint with this guy who was known for, you know, rolling the world's biggest joint. Right. And, I, and I'm going to not take one, not take two, but take three hits of LSD because that sounds oh. like the right thing to do when my dad is out of town and we're left yeah. irresponsibly by ourselves. Right. <laughs> and uh -oh. so the night gets, starts getting weird, like around right. nine o'clock. Yeah. The party starts three. at eight and the night gets weird about nine, you know, shit's getting <laughs> weird. Like there's a lot of people in my house. Yeah. I don't know what's going on. I'm hiding in my bedroom half the time. The other half of the time I'm like, you know, <laughs> do you want to listen to a new song I wrote? <laughs> Listen, get my guitar. <laughs> That's a broomstick, Brian, not a guitar. <laughs> but it sounds so good. <laughs> so I remember waiting for Angela to get off work because she was going to come over to the party after work. And I was pretty sure tonight's the night, right? Mm -hmm. Tonight's the night. It's I feel like I'm Dean Bodie now. I'm just making night. songs up off the top of my head. <laughs> so she comes over to at let's call it 10 or 10 30 she comes over and there's 20 25 people over at my house and everybody is now twisted i mean twisted up and this is not necessarily her scene but i think she's trying to act cool to i think she's trying to act cool or at least that's the way i'm perceiving it i can't even see her face i'm just like i'm feeling the energy yeah just picking up the vibes from the ethereal universe and then the eventual, and I never made mention that I had done anything before she showed up, but I, I'm sure she knew, but you know, there was no conversation about it mm -hmm. toward the middle of the night or getting a little later on the night. So called midnight. We retire to my bedroom <laughs> <laughs> with my Pearl Jam posters and my, oh, yeah. my guitar that I, that I never learned how to play in <laughs> your broom. Yeah. And my broomstick. <laughs> And we retire. Is your piano in there? My piano is not in there. It's downstairs. <laughs> and oh, trust me, that'll make an appearance later on in the night. Uh, but we get upstairs and um, Angela starts to get a little, wants to get a little intimate. She wants to get a little cozy. Mm -hmm. And this understandable. She's had a few beers. I've had a sheet of acid. <laughs> <laughs> I can't feel my penis, but <laughs> things are going well, right? Let's cuddle. Yeah. And so we start making out. And all of a sudden, I, it's just like the best sex in the world that I am having, right? I'm having the best sex in the world, Holy, I'm sure of it. It's mind-blowing, nice. colors, explosions, mushroom clouds, uh, little, you know, little semen running around in my head and swirling and whirling and all this <laughs> other stuff. It's just I'm seeing magical things and feeling magical things until I realize 
that we're not having sex at all. As a matter, as a matter of fact, <laughs> we don't have any articles of clothing are off at all. <laughs> we're completely clothed, 100% clothed. But I had gone into this space for like five hours, it felt like, where oh, I wow. was just having mind-blowing sex, apparently with myself. <laughs> Because there was actually nothing going on. We were like maybe pecking on the lips or something. So you kind of like refocused and realized all of a sudden. You know how you just like kind of come in and out of it, you know, when you get a little drunk or whatever it is, wherever you've been out there in the audience, you kind of, if you get, if you take it a little bit too far, sometimes you can pull it back the other way and kind of refocus for just a second. It's like if a cop pulls you over when you're drunk, right? which I hope that never happens, but the cop pulls you over when you're drunk or you see a police officer and you're high in the QT or whatever. You're like, oh, pull it together. Shit, I got to get it together. (laughs) Yeah. So I'm like, this is amazing. Things are going swimmingly. I'm having, I must be blowing minds here, right? And so I kind of pull it back together just to check out the scenery. And what I realize is there's no clothes on, there's no clothes off whatsoever. As a matter of fact, if I remember correctly, we're not even laying down. We're just like sitting next to each other. On the bed. <laughs> On the bed. <laughs> Having sex in my head with the Chuck E. Cheese manager. <laughs> Another cautionary tale to all the children out there in the world. This is where the education. This is where, that's right. In. So to all the teachers who have now recommended this to their, <laughs> to all the teachers who are now playing this in their virtual classrooms across the world. This is another lesson. And let me explain. You start off with one hit of acid and then you go to two after a couple of hours. You don't start with three and get to six or 12 or whatever it is. You got to start with one, low and slow. Yeah. You got to, you got to manage your shit, manage your shit. Yeah. I remember like I went to the, (laughs) I went to like a big party in the woods type thing. You know, you know what I'm talking about? The parties in the woods. Yeah. The parties in the woods. We won't, we won't, we won't reveal any party in the wood information, but a party in the wood. And there's like a guy who was like just as fucked up as I was that night, but he's like in his forties, right? He's kind of tearing ass around the party, like knocking people over and hugging trees and pulling down his pants every once in a while. And just like, (laughs) and there's this other guy who was also probably just as inebriated as him. And since I have long since stopped doing hallucinogens at this point, I'm just had a few beers. Right. But I'm like, this guy's out of control. He's going to hurt somebody. He's going to stick his dick in a He's going to stick his dick in an amplifier. In yeah. <laughs> 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 He's going to uh, try and have sex with red hot coals and shit's going to go nutty here. Right. And so I'm like, someone's got to slow him down. And I was bartending at the party and the, and the other guy, the, the, like the kind of the grizzled old veteran was like, grabbed him by his shirt collar and just kind of pulled him close and said, you got to manage your shit, bro. Manage your <laughs> shit. The guy looked right back at him and he goes, manage my shit. Yeah, bro. Yeah. <laughs> and off into the woods, he went half, you know, ankle pants around his ankles. Half just, cocked. Yeah. yeah. Screaming, manage my <laughs> shit. Oh, those parties uh, in the woods. Chuck E. Cheese. Uh, now I think most of them are closed, right? I don't think there's a whole lot of them that are still open, but there is a whole group of human beings that is dedicated and to that pizza. It's like the uh, it's like a fan club 
People love the pizza itself. The pizza itself. Okay. Like they think it's one of the best pizzas in the world. And I'm not kidding. I'm sure it was really cheap. I'm pretty sure it was frozen pizza from (laughs) Kroger. Exactly. (laughs) I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure there was nothing delicious about, I mean, listen, for a frozen pizza, I guess it was okay. And if you're hungry and around a bunch of children, you'll eat anything, right? And, uh, but yeah, there were, I doubt there was a pizza artisan, like a wood, like a, a, (laughs) one of those uh, wood brick, uh, stone pizza stone, stone oven, brick oven. You don't, you don't think they were hauling in, uh, brick pizza ovens from Italy and straight from Italy. No artisan pizza. (laughs) Don't think artisan pizza for the seven to nine year old group. (laughs) (laughs) We're doing great in our target market of six to nine year olds. How did you know? They told us it was great. That's how we know. <laughs> we gave them a piece of pizza if they told us our pizza was great. <laughs> I like oh, it. Focus man. group. Yo, focus group indeed. You know, the, uh, uh, I don't know if you um, heard this, but Twitter has now suspended 8,000, 10,000, something like that, uh, Twitter accounts associated with this this group of people that believe in Q or QAnon, right? Yeah. Is it QAnon? I don't know if it's QAnon or QAnon or QAnon. I heard this. Yeah. And uh, I think it's a very interesting, (laughs) I think it's a very interesting (laughs) debate. (laughs) I mean, I I, I think it's no secret here that I personally uh, don't think much of the QAnon group. I think it's, they just kind of peddle dangerous conspiracies. But yeah. then there was this guy on my Facebook page <clears throat> who kept posting <laughs> on my We're Facebook. We're all good conspira- conspiracies yeah. go to live. That's Or uh, to, to be to become a conspiracy, <laughs> yeah, you have yes. to start off on Facebook or Twitter, yes. right? And now yes. they're limited to just Facebook because, of, of course, Facebook is a cesspool of fucking bullshit. But there's this guy on my Facebook who w- believes in this QAnon or QAnon or whatever it is, is telling him specifically things that are going to happen in the future, right? He's like decoding all of these messages. And so every day, four to five times a day, he decodes some message from, I guess, the actual QAnon, who's supposedly sending messages. How, I mean, I don't even, I don't even know where to Is begin. It a person? That's what they think. They oh, no. th- yeah. oh, okay. Well, no, that's I what they think. It. And why they think the QAnon followers think that someone in the NSA or high up in the White House administration here in the United States is on Twitter giving out this secret information uh, to alert the, his followers about what's coming and what's going on. They call it the Great Awakening. Mm. So there's this guy on my Facebook who's decoding all of this bullshit all the time. I can't even get into half it because it's going to give me a fucking headache and I really don't want to go down this rabbit hole of QAnon. But I will say this. He, uh, he posted the other day, and I know some people aren't going to find this funny, but I find it funny. He posted the other day that Hillary Clinton has been uh, killing children. Uh, What she does is she gets them to run around or get them real stressed out. So their adrenaline levels get real high. And then she kills them and she drinks their blood for the adrenaline of a child. Right. And he was like, you're going to find out. Everyone's going to find out. The Great Awakening is happening. And I'm like, holy shit, dude. The Great Awakening is happening right inside your brain. The schizophrenia has turned the fuck on, bro. What do you you, what? 
<laughs> yeah, did you defriend him right away? <laughs> Defriended him immediately. <laughs> yes. I mean, actually, I, uh, I, t- I took him off my, my stream, right? And Indeed, yeah. Yeah, because I don't believe in silencing people who don't necessarily believe in what I believe in. No one, you don't have to believe right. what I believe. I, I'm, it, you know, whatever. That's not fine. But I, like this, it seems like such a dangerous thing to believe. Like, I mean, have some fucking common sense. Do you think that there's a bunch of people around Hillary Clinton watching her kill children and drinking their blood? Do you think that even makes fucking sense? No, yeah. of course it doesn't. But some magic man on the internet who hasn't even revealed himself, you don't even know his name, could be multiple people, could be thousands of people, could be Russian uh, trolls or bots or whatever it is, and they just keep on spouting off these coded messages, and you've turned it into they're drinking, Hillary Clinton is drinking children's blood? The Fuck. That's incredible. They don't serve that shit at Chuck E. Cheese. I'll tell you that. Right now, for there sure. There are a bunch of hyper kids there, though. Maybe that's where they're getting the kids. Uh, yeah, that's true. There are a bunch of <laughs> hyper kids there. Holy, something's something's got to stop. Something has got to stop. And I'm going to tell you about it right now. I made okay. the mistake. I'm going to just get out my notes here. I'm going to get serious for a second. I made the mistake for Christmas. My mom's been on my phone plan for a while. I got her like a flip phone that does nothing except for dial. And she couldn't even seem to manage to figure out how to dial the phone, which God bless her. She's a lady of a certain age. And, you know, she just never took the time to figure it out. So she doesn't really Mm -hmm. know. But around Christmas time, I decided she I gave her this phone a couple of years ago and then she gave it to one of her friends at the senior citizen home at the retirement community. She gave it to one of her friends and then her friend had it for a year. So every time I tried to call my fucking mother, <clears throat> this other lady would, hello? Yes, is Vicky there? Vicky? Yeah, let me go down into her room and find her. And I'm like, down into her room and find her? Her phone should be with her. Yeah, she asked me to watch it for her. <laughs> watch it for her? <laughs> It's not a fucking dog. It's a cell phone. (laughs) Plug it into the wall. Let it go. My mom just could not seem to figure this out. So I made the incredibly dumb mistake of saying, but my mother kept saying to me, but honey, if I could like text message and email and stuff, then everything would be fine. Like then I could, then I wouldn't have to bother you so much with the phone calls. I could just send you a text every once in a while. Famous last words. Cause sounds I made the, like a good idea. Oh my sounds. God. And I say sounds. <clears throat> oh my God, Hildy. I made the incredibly dumb mistake in coordination with my wife. So I'm giving her 50% of the responsibility for this dumb mistake <laughs> of deciding to go get her a jitterbug smartphone. Do you know what jitterbug is? Oh, the jitterbug. Jitterbug. Okay. For those of you who don't know what the jitterbug is, jitterbug is a phone company here in the United States, maybe all over the world. I'm not really sure. Jitterbug is a company that specifically makes telephones for older folks, the big buttons, Large, um, loud ringtones you can get on the internet. Like the home screen is literally, it says in large letters, text, press here, email, press here, internet, press here. So I make the mistake of telling my mother, okay, I'm going to get you one of these smartphones. But because of the pandemic, I wasn't able to get that smartphone until about two months ago or a month ago. It didn't come. Mm-hmm. I got it. And now all holy hell has unleashed on my telephone, Chrissy, <laughs> my mom, oh, Lord. it's got a text. It's got a talk to text function. And my oh, mother right. has used this talk to text function in ways that are unimaginable. My mother has gone for the Guinness book of world record, talk to text message back to back to back. And I think she's got it. She is now like, I think one, one message, 
I'll let you take a look at this. You can't. I'll, maybe I'll put a, uh, put this on the uh, on the uh, website here. One message is seventy text messages deep, Chrissy. Whoa, seven zero, and this is going on at all hours of the night and day. When my mom has a thought, she farts or she decides to take a shower. I know about it, and I know all the thoughts that go into how she's going to fart, walk, or take a shower. (laughs) (laughs) And that doesn't include any of the more serious stuff like, you know, whatever, how she's feeling or what happened with Irving or whatever the hell she's talking about. She is talking right into that phone just as if we were on a phone call, and it's just coming into my phone left and right. It's awful, Mm. and I've got to stop it. (laughs) It's, uh, It's a disgrace. It's a crime against humanity. And I'm really upset. <laughs> well, yeah, and that's, it, it brings up the fact, too, that you're probably like, oh, no, it's just mom again. And it's you, now you're not really looking at. That's right. Let me what, give you what she's saying. Let me give you an example of one of these text messages, because also the talk to text function only works if you actually are talking correctly. Right. If if the yes. talk to text can keep up with you, if it can't keep up with you, there's a certain way you got to talk to a text message. It's almost like a robot to really get mm-hmm. it correctly. If you're just talking like you and I are talking, there's going to be all kind of jibble jabble words that are coming. So my mom hasn't quite learned this yet, and I'll give her some time, but here we go. Uh, just wondering what your thoughts were. I'm going to accept. Curious. Your opinion. Met a couple gals. Here we are in my place, Venezuela. They, phone numbers, parents, too, can visit. Sure, I'll be over my computer. It says Judge Judy from her country. It goes on to read. <laughs> uh, it goes. It goes. It goes on to read. Uh, wait, hold on one second. Where is? I lost my place. It goes on to read. Do you agree? I'm sure. Terribly text Patrick. I thought should anybody? We don't. They do. Patrick Kind. We were sick. I was wondering your thoughts. Anyway, relationship. Maybe she should. Maybe I don't. Maybe we would. <laughs> that is the conclusion of page one of seven of my mother's text messages that I've been getting day in, day out, night after night from my mother uh, during this pandemic. Now it has become really a bane of my existence. So I had it to sounds have like she wants your opinion on something, your thoughts. She wants that's, my thoughts. That's a recurring theme. <laughs> <laughs> You're deciphering the code. I actually think my mom is quaying on. She I was going to say. She's <laughs> I think my mom is quaying on. That sounds like a perfect conspiracy. <laughs> That's message. right. I think that she's putting these right onto Twitter. What <laughs> happened is there's a bunch of like a million people have started following my mom's Twitter account when actually she's just tweeting from her jitterbug <laughs> and they're like, the great awakening is happening. And my mom is like, do nothing. See you later. Though thou weren't thus <laughs> president Trump. But this morning I wake up to, so I had to have a conversation with my mom and explain to her that 30 to 50 text messages is not appropriate. It's not what text messaging was designed for unless you're breaking up with somebody or you're having, (laughs) (laughs) unless you're breaking up with somebody or explaining why you can't go to work today. There's just no reason to have that many words in a text message. Yes. So I explained to my mom this and I tell her that just, you got, just got to slow down. Just pretend like it's just a short message to say hello or goodbye, or if there's an emergency or something like that, you're alerting people to what, and I don't know your, another word thing is, is I don't know what you're talking about because the words don't match. They're not coming together in any kind of coherent right. sentence, mother. And so she <laughs> says, okay, I got it. 10-4, right? Is, and then she goes, do you think an email would be better? 
And I'm like, Mom, <laughs> I think an email would be better for this length of words, but it's still not going to make much sense to anybody, right? And she's doing this to Astrid, by the way, too. So I'm not the only one oh. in the household oh, getting this. And I'm sure my brothers oh, wow. are receiving it, too. But they're, they 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 refuse to talk to me right now. And I'm sure this is <laughs> It's either the podcast or my mom texting. I'm not sure. <laughs> they're not talking to you. <laughs> This morning, I get a two text messages, three text messages from my mother. Just three. The first one. I will meet you at the strip club. I am going to the Trump rally. Am I using text messages better now with a smiley face emoji? <laughs> well done, mother. Well done. I have to give you an A for effort. And for three. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, I, uh, your dad text messages you, doesn't he? Mm-hmm. But in an appropriate it, way, he does. It's very his are very short too. It's like <sighs> I'll, I'll be like, "Hey, Dad, you know, can't wait to see you." This is before the pandemic. This is a classic one example. Hey, Dad, can't wait to come see you. I'm really excited. Blah blah blah. I'm talk- and I kind of like did a little bit of a lengthy one and used some exclamation points. And he just wrote back, "Okay." <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Dad. Well, good talk. He's ex- he's good talk. Dad. As excited as I am, it sounds like. <laughs> <laughs> oh Lord, man! I'll tell you what—I don't know what to do. It, I, I, you know, we did a bit. Uh, you can go back and listen to it. I'm not sure what it was—episode number three or four—and I did a bit about my mother trying to figure out how to listen to the podcast, a little comedy bit, and leaving me an extremely long telephone message about it. But it's true, my mom leaves extremely long telephone messages, but no longer because those messages come directly to my phone via text message. Got to find a way to put a stop to it. That's what that, I will update you on this because I'm going to find a way. I might just pull the data from her phone plan and that way she can text all she wants. It's just going to go nowhere. <laughs> like, yeah, mom, I got your message. No problem. <laughs> it sounds good. It sounds good. Great. I agree. <laughs> Venezuela. <laughs> I had you at the strip club. <laughs> meet you at the strip club. MAGA 2020. <laughs> MAGA 2026. <laughs> I, uh, before we go, I have to tell you about something. So I um, was scouring the internet. Scouring, actually, I was scouring the podcast charts just to see if I could find my name on there. <laughs> Being totally egomaniac. <clears throat> my therapist says I should cut it out, but you know, I like to do it. Um, I was scouring the po- podcast charts and uh, I was like, you know, I don't know how I found this. It wasn't on a chart necessarily, but I found, and I was listening to just like random podcasts, right? Just to see what they're up to. Like, what are my fellow podcasters out there, especially newer ones who have started during the pandemic like us? Like, are they having a measure of success? There's a lot. There are now a million active podcasts around the world, says this research company that that keeps a hold, you know, keeps track of these statistics. A million active podcasts. Mm-hmm. And every day, famous people are getting into it. I mean, it's like podcasting is oh, taking off. And I yeah. love the medium. I've always loved audio uh, as a medium, um, radio, you, you know, satellite radio, whatever it is. And I just love it. So welcome to the more the merrier as far as I'm concerned. But uh, so I found a random podcast, completely random. Wasn't on the charts, wasn't anywhere. I don't even remember how I got to this podcast. But this guy is named Dean. And then he calls his show the Dean Bodie Show because it's Dean and then his dog Bodie. I'm assuming they are the two that just live in the household wherever it is he lives. It's called the Dean Bodie Show. I'll give him a shout out. And when I first watched the show, I I found it to be rather interesting. Like it was kind of of a, a strange little program. He did one every day or two every day. 
and he does these 30-minute broadcasts where he gets on, he sings his own theme song, and then he does like, it's almost like cabaret in the, in the middle of his program. He'll be telling a story about like Burger King back. Like I went to Burger King back when I, I went to Burger King back when I was 17 years old. And man, I'll tell you what the flame and Whopper and blah, blah, you know, <laughs> flame and Whopper beat the, the Big Mac. And here's why, because of the song, it was so much better, you know, double pickle onions, blah, blah, blah. He starts singing like the, the Whopper theme song. And I'm like, wow, that's like idiot savant type bullshit. Right. I mean, it's just like totally yeah. insane. <laughs> At first I, I thought to myself, well, what in the hell is this podcast? Like, what is he doing with this podcast, right? It's, it's not conventional. I can appreciate that. But, I mean, who wants to hear some guy singing about the Whopper theme song? Chrissy, I have been fucking sucked into this podcast. <laughs> it's like performance art now. Like, Dean is doing something that I think very few podcasters or people on this earth could ever do. And that is, first of all, an endurance test to do a podcast or two every fucking day. And he's got a YouTube channel too. He's doing this every single day, 30 minutes at a clip. You know how hard it is for us to do just an hour of content a week? I'm not complaining about it, but it's unbelievable how you do these podcasts. It, It takes us an immense amount of brain power just to do an hour to figure out all the topics. And we do a couple shows a week. We, you know, we put some in the can and we do this and we do that. This guy's doing this every day by himself. And what he's doing is he's singing his own jingles and doing his own things. It's, it's as he'll be in the middle of a story and then he'll be like, you know, uh, saw a girl on Mackinac Island, (laughs) took her down to the place. And then he'll go on with his story. And I'm like, what the fuck? What, Gene, what happened there? You're just like, you had a breakdown, you sang a song and you came back to the story. And at first I was like, this is rather disconcerting. But now I'm like, this is amazing. This show, everybody should be watching this show. This is as good as 90 Day Fiance. Dean is, I, I don't know, I don't think, I don't know how to explain it. It's performance art. That's all I have to say. And I have such appreciation for what he is doing, even if it's not everybody's cup of tea. And I know he's just a brand new podcaster. I want to play you just a little bit of Dean's Dean's show, if you will. Let's just play the beginning of the show. Please do. Where he yeah. sings his own theme song. It's live. This is not a recording. It's live. He does this at the beginning of every show that I've watched, right? There's like, I don't know, 100 episodes. I'd probably watch 50 of them. Okay, ready? Here we go. <laughs> Dean Bodie on the Dean Bodie Show. Dean Bodie Show. We like the rough edges over here, Dean Bodie. We're not going to... Oh, don't forget the teasers. They all have Bodie in the teaser. Bodie... Without Bodie, there's no Dean Bodie show. <laughs> listen, <laughs> to, listen to his voice. I mean, it's just like, <laughs> he's like, ready? One more time. Dean Bodie show. I can't get it out of my head. It's like he's, <laughs> I, he's in the shower. I'm driving down the street. I'm like, and the other one, he's got a song for his dog and he sings this. He claims his dog is 22 years old. I think I heard that as him say that one time. And I got to say, I'm, I'm, you know, I, I'm sure Dean Dean's dog is not 22 years old. I'm hoping that Dean's dog is not 22 years old. He's injecting him with steroids or some shit. But listen to this. Good girl, Bodie. Good, good girl. Good girl, Bodie. She's, She's the best, best dog, dog in, in the world. world. Yeah! yeah. <laughs> oh, wait, hold on. He gets, in, he gets in a plug for his website. Hold on. Good, good girl. Good girl, Bodie. She's the best girl in the world. Oh, yeah. DeanBody.com. <laughs> Don't forget to go to DeanBody.com. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the commercial break. The commercial break. It's the best show in the world. TCBpodcast.com. Doesn't quite have the same ring, does it? Yeah. Yeah. He's got, he's, this guy is like, I'm telling you, he's... he's I don't know what's going on with Dean Bodie. I don't he know. He sounds happy. He sounds... He's always so upbeat. 
and yeah, lovely like and, and positive. And at first I was like, you know, I, I this podcast is funny and it, like unintentionally funny, right? And I got to play a clip from yeah. the show. But after listening to about 50 of these, I have to say, I've got a real appreciation for what's going on with Dean and Bodie over there <laughs> at the Dean <laughs> Bodie program. And I'm going to continue to watch <laughs> Dean Bodie show. <laughs> Now you're going to have it stuck in my head. I know. Well, I'm going to send it to you. I'm, you know what? I'm going to like, I'm going to have Jeff change it to my da, ringtone. Da, da. <laughs> da, da, da. So every time I text you, he's going to be da, da, da. Ready? Here's a text coming in from my, here's my mom's text. Dean Bodie show. Dean Bodie show. Good girl, Bodie. Good, good. Good girl. Good girl, Bodie. Good, good girl. Good girl, Bodie. She's the best dog in the world. In the world. Yeah. yeah. DeanBody.com. <laughs> oh, I could do it all day long. I swear to God, I could. I, this is the most interesting thing I've ever seen on, on YouTube. I'm 100% sure of it. Dean, if you're out there, my good buddy, you keep trucking, buddy. I, I wish you all the success. I really do. I hope a few people yeah. from here just go yeah. on over. That's a completely different show. It's like it's milk toast. He tells jokes. He sings a lot of songs. I, you know, go check out Dean Bodie. I, I just find it to be the most fascinating thing in the world. It's a, it's a great break from my day. I check in with Dean. I check in with the yeah. dog. I check in with Dean. We're good friends now. You know, I'm like, Hey Dean, what's yeah, going on? Daily. Well, this one time I drove in my Camaro. Good girl, Bodie. Good, good girl. Good girl, Bodie. <laughs> She's the best Camaro in the world. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. He'll sing a Billy Joel song in the middle <laughs> <laughs> She's always a woman to me. Bottle of red. Bottle, bottle of red. Bottle of white. Bottle of white. And then. <laughs> Dean Bodie Show. <laughs> you really could add it to anything. Good for him. Good God. Yes. What was that? Yes. Like, let's get that website one more time. We'll give him a plug. Why not? Good girl, Bodie. Good, good girl. Good, good girl, Bodie. She's, She's the, the best, best dog in the world. world. Oh, yeah. Oh, Bodie. yeah. DeanBodie.com. Go there and listen to his yeah. shows. He's on YouTube, too. This is, that's a good guy. So, you know, <laughs> I mean, uh, I don't know. I don't know what else there is to say. It's uh, It's been an interesting It's been an interesting week, and... um. <laughs> and I hope I make it through another week. <laughs> I hope you do too, Brian. <laughs> Man, we got a lot of listeners out there, and I really appreciate everyone who's listening. It's great. All around the world. What can I say, Hodley? I don't yes. even know what to say. How do we thank people? That's awesome. Yeah. I love them. We're in the global... Uh, you know, being braggadocious is not... It's not flattering, so I don't want to get too braggadocious. But I will say this. We're in the top 200 comedy podcast in the world. Wow. In the world, <laughs> which tells me a couple things. Not as many people listen to podcasts as make them. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> and number two, people have really bad taste in comedy. <laughs> oh, I saw that Will Ferrell thing you were talking about. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he is with iHeartMedia. Yeah, Chris Williams mm -hmm. is the guy that have I was talking about. They started a new network. Yeah, yeah, they started a new oh, network. Right. Yeah. They're looking for up and coming, uh, up and coming podcasts. Hey, Will, if you're out there, think about us. We're yes, coming. Please. <laughs> we got half the equation. <laughs> oh, my God. TCVpodcast.com is where you go to check out all the show notes. You can find out more about Chrissy and I. You can drop us a line, say something. And uh, in an episode coming up very quickly, we're going to go ahead and we're going to do like a whole 
uh, show just about emails and comments because uh, I got a couple picked out. It's going to be brilliant. I know it. But I want to let you know about something very special we have coming up next week on this program. I don't want you to miss out. This is episode number 17. Chrissy and I are going to do a special TCB investigation into the Haribo sugar-free gummy bears and whether or not they really give people the shits. I'm just going to no. let you know that. Have you looked at this, Chrissy? No. Have you seen this? I have okay. not. I haven't done the, the slightest, teensiest bit of investigation gonna, on this I, at all. If you know, you know. But just Google <laughs> Haribo, the company. Okay. sugar-free gummy bears. That's all I want you to do next okay. week. Very special episode dedicated to Harry Boo sugar-free gummy bears. <laughs> it's a special investigation by your favorite internet private investigators, Chrissy <laughs> and Brian. TCBpodcast.com. And make sure you join the break room. There's a couple slots left. We've got like, I would say like 20 slots left for the 100 people who are founding members. They get in. You'll never pay anything for our content if we ever charge anything. Now, I'm not saying we're going to charge something. I'm just saying if we ever do, uh, you're going to get special benefits and all that. So please join the break room. Go to tcbpodcast.com. All the social medias. And what else is there to say? I love you. That's it. No, is that? I love you, yeah. Brian. Find us on MySpace and Chatterbait. <laughs> or at your local Chuck E. Cheese hitting on the manager. <laughs> yes. <laughs> or looking up under the stage curtain. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> It sounds so creepy. It sounds so creepy. <laughs> You'll find me at Chuck E. Cheese looking up the curtain. <laughs> the stage I curtain. just wanted to see what Chuck E. had on. <laughs> I wanted to see what's doing under that, under that floppy ear of his. And who puts a, I mean, who puts a rat in charge of a, in charge of a pizza place there's anyway. a whole story behind that i remember reading it yeah. about it a few years ago but i'll have to I'll, I'll look it back up again probably a rat on the pizza or some shit like that some <laughs> yeah. shit like that all right that's all we got to say yeah i love you love you too we'll get through this yeah we'll see you next week on the commercial break bye, bye. email us at thecommercialb at gmail.com Find us and follow us on Facebook and Instagram at The Commercial Break. New episodes drop every Wednesday. We can be found on Spotify, iHeartMedia, Apple, Google, and all major podcast providers. The Commercial Break is a great middleweight production. Written and produced by Brian Green. Co-hosted by Chrissy Hoadley.